protein is an essential macronutrient that plays a crucial role in maintaining overall health, especially hormonal balance. For women, adequate protein intake is vital to supporting various bodily functions, including regulating our hormones. In today's show, I'll explore how the lack of protein can lead to hormonal imbalances and provide five holistic solutions to incorporate more protein into your diet. So friend, if you're ready to discover hormonal bliss by adding quality protein to your diet creatively and simply, then grab a notebook and pen and let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome to Integrative Medicine for Energy and Health. Are you struggling with low energy, excessive weight, chronic fatigue, imbalanced hormones, or body aches and pains that are robbing you of enjoying life? If you're ready to take the guesswork out of living a healthier life, you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Rakesia. I'm a mom, honorably retired Air Force veteran, award-winning author, social worker, and Christian alternative medicine provider. For years, I tried improving my health in conventional medicine and nothing worked until I finally found a simple strategy that was easy and fun. This podcast will provide you with natural ways to increase energy, lose weight, regulate hormones, and improve your mood. If you're ready to live, look, and feel better, grab your favorite cup of herbal tea and let's jump in. Did you know that I have a monthly online health coaching accountability program for women just like you? Women who want to increase energy, lose weight, and balance hormones using alternative medicine. Women are experiencing positive and dramatic results and are looking, living, and feeling better. Visit my website at rakesiamcmillan.com for a free consultation. You'll also find the link in today's show notes. For about two years, I followed a strictly vegetarian diet. When I first began eating this way, my diet was filled with an abundance of fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, and whole grains of every kind and no meat. Not only was I experiencing new and delicious dishes, but my energy levels went through the roof. I mean, I had energy for days, and this is something that I thoroughly enjoyed because at the time, I was still serving on active duty with the Air Force, and I had extremely long days, and so having extra energy to navigate my days was a major plus for me, and this seemed like a beautiful fit at the time. And after two years of following a strict vegetarian diet, I started getting sick. And some of the symptoms that I experienced were that I had extremely cold hands and feet. They felt like ice cubes. I had migraine headaches. I had thinning hair. I was extremely lethargic with low energy levels. And there were some days that it took me literally two to three hours just to get out of bed. I felt like I had been hit by a sledgehammer when I woke up. 
I was also getting more colds and flus. I was congested all of the time. And I didn't understand why, because after all, I was eating healthy. But what I didn't realize is that although I was eating leafy greens and fruits and vegetables in abundance, there was one missing ingredient that I wasn't getting enough of. And as a result, it created hormonal imbalances. And that missing ingredient was protein. So what is protein and why do we need it? Well, protein is what we call a macronutrient. And a macronutrient is a type of nutrient that the body requires in relatively large amounts for optimal functioning. And there are three types of macronutrients. We have our proteins, we have our carbohydrates, and then we have our fats. And these nutrients provide the energy that we need for various physiological processes and to support our overall health. And with these different macronutrients, each one serves a specific role within the body. So with our proteins, these are composed of amino acids. They're essential for building and repairing tissues, supporting our immune function, as well as serving as enzymes and hormones. Now, our enzymes, they break down those complex macromolecules such as proteins, carbohydrates, and fats into smaller absorbable units. And this allows the body to use those nutrients from ingested food. With our carbohydrates, this mainly consists of sugars, starches, and fibers. And carbohydrates are our body's primary source of energy. They are that fuel. And they're broken down into glucose, which fuels our cells and provides that energy that we need. And then for our fats or our lipids, these are crucial for storing the energy. They insulate the energy. They're also responsible for the absorption of fat-soluble vitamins such as A, D, E, and K, which also play a role in hormone production as well as our cellular structure. And so balancing the intake of these macronutrients is essential for maintaining a healthy diet as well as supporting our various bodily functions. And the appropriate ratio of macronutrients, it varies depending on your needs, your activity level, as well as what your health goals are. And so for me, because I had gotten to the place where my health was being greatly impacted, I knew that I had to make a major change. So I had a time of prayer and meditation. I also spent some time researching what could possibly be happening with me. And so during my searching, I discovered the blood type diet and I began following it. And if you're new to the blood type diet, the blood type diet is also known as the blood group diet. It was popularized in 1996 by Dr. Peter Diadamo in his book, Eat Right for Your Type. And in this book, Dr. Diadamo shares that the optimal diet and exercise regimen for any one individual depends on their A, B, or O blood type. 
And this has many benefits like improved health as well as decreased risk of chronic diseases. And as an O blood type, I followed the plan that was recommended by incorporating a variety of lean meats. I continued with the fruits and the vegetables as well as cold water fish and whole grains. And within a few months, my hormones surprisingly started becoming regulated and I started feeling good again. Now I have to share with you that I am a super fan of Dr. Diadamo's work because it is rooted in the biblical foundation of Leviticus 17 and 11, which says that the life of all living creatures is found within the blood. So in order to achieve optimal health, we must address what is lacking in the blood environment. And for me, it was protein. And as women, as we age, we need more protein in our diet for a number of reasons, which I'll share. We need more protein for muscle mass maintenance because with aging, there's a natural decline in our muscle mass. An adequate protein intake is crucial to support our muscle maintenance as well as prevent muscle loss, and it helps to maintain overall strength and functionality. We also need more protein for metabolic changes because as we age, there may be changes in our metabolic rate and our energy use, and consuming sufficient protein can help to assist in maintaining a healthy weight and metabolic function, especially when we combine this with regular physical exercise. We also need more protein for bone health. This is not only essential for our muscle health, but it also plays a role in maintaining our bone density and inadequate protein intake can contribute to bone loss and increase the risk of conditions like osteoporosis. We also need more protein for hormonal changes because during menopause, we experience a fluctuation in our hormones. That includes a decline in our estrogen levels and estrogen plays a role in maintaining our bone density and protein can help to support our bone health during this transitional phase. We also need more protein for our immune system support. This is vital because we must ensure that our immune system is properly functioning. Because as we age, supporting our immune health becomes increasingly important for our overall well-being as well as disease prevention. And the final reason why we need more protein is for wound healing and tissue repair. An adequate protein intake is essential for wound healing and tissue repair for women because as our bodies age, we require more support in these processes due to various injuries, surgeries, or even general wear and tear on the body. And so protein is essential for synthesizing our hormones, our enzymes, and other molecules that are involved in these processes. And a deficiency in protein can disrupt this balance, which leads to hormonal imbalances. So I'd like to share some of the effects of protein deficiency on our hormones. 
The lack of protein in our diet can lead to menstrual irregularities. Inadequate protein intake, this can have an impact on the production of estrogen as well as progesterone that can create irregular menstrual cycles as well as fertility issues. It can also create thyroid dysfunction. That's because protein is crucial for the synthesis of thyroid hormones and a deficiency can contribute to thyroid imbalances, which affects metabolism as well as our energy levels. It can also create insulin sensitivity. Protein plays a major role in managing our blood sugar levels. An insufficient protein intake can contribute to insulin resistance, which leads to disruptions in our glucose metabolism. Now, insulin resistance is a condition where the cells in our body become less responsive to the effects of insulin, which is a hormone that helps to regulate our blood sugar levels. And as a result, the body requires higher levels of insulin to maintain normal blood glucose levels. And over time, this can lead to various health issues, including type 2 diabetes. And when I share glucose metabolism, this means that our bodies use and process glucose, which is a type of sugar, as a primary source of energy for our cells. And so this involves the breaking down of glucose to release energy so that our cells can be used in various functions. And so now that we have an understanding of what can happen to our hormones when we don't have enough protein, I want to share five holistic solutions to help you to creatively and simply increase your protein intake. The first thing is that we need to diversify our protein sources, meaning that you want to incorporate a variety of protein-rich foods into your diet. This includes lean meats, fish, eggs, dairy products, legumes, nuts, as well as seeds. And this helps to ensure a broad spectrum of essential amino acids, which are the essential foundation for building protein. The second thing is that you want to make sure that you're including plant-based protein into your diet. Now, you can explore plant-based protein sources like beans, lentils, quinoa, as well as tofu. And these options, they not only provide protein, but they also offer an additional nutrient and fiber benefit for our hormonal health. And if you'd like to know more about how fiber helps to balance our hormones, I cover this in podcast episode 156 and invite you to listen in. The third thing is that you want to ensure that you are having balanced meals, meaning that you want to include a healthy combination of proteins as well as your fats. And I'm going to share some of those with you. So when it comes to healthy fats, you want to include things like avocados, which are rich in what we call monosaturated fats. And monosaturated fats, these are the type of healthy fats that are found in certain foods, meaning that they have one, that mono, or a double bond in their fatty acid chain. 
So they have one double bond in their fatty acid chain. And the presence of this double bond makes monosaturated fats liquid at room temperature. And studies show that it's associated with supporting our heart health as well as reducing bad cholesterol levels. So avocados include that monounsaturated fat, and they're also a delicious addition to your meals. They can provide nutrients like potassium, fiber, as well as vitamins. I enjoy adding avocados to my smoothies. Sometimes I'll have them with my scrambled eggs in the morning. They're just a great healthy addition. You can also include things like extra virgin olive oil in your diet. This is a versatile oil that you can use for dressings in your salads and for toppings over your dishes. You can also include fatty fish like salmon, mackerel, trout, and sardines. These are excellent sources of omega-3 fatty acids, which are beneficial for your heart health as well as brain function. You want to include a number of nuts and seeds like almonds, walnuts, chia seeds, flax seeds, and sunflower seeds because these are packed with healthy fats, including that monounsaturated fat as well as polyunsaturated fats. They're also they also provide fiber and essential nutrients in your diet. Now, in addition to nuts and seeds, this also includes nut butters like peanut butter, almond butter, which is my favorite, and other nut butters without that added sugar or that hydronated oil because they offer that healthy fat and a protein that you need in your diet. You can also include things like coconuts as well as coconut oils. Coconuts are considered saturated fats, but they're a medium chain variety, meaning that you can have them in moderation. They can be a part of your healthy diet. They are sustainable for cooking, especially at high temperatures. You can use coconut oil for that. You can also include foods like dark chocolate. I'm a chocolate fan. I love chocolate, especially dark chocolate. Um, you can enjoy dark chocolate with a high cocoa content, meaning that it has less uh, sugar in it. The bitter, more bitter the dark chocolate, the better. So if you're having a dark chocolate that's like 70% dark chocolate, this is going to be beneficial to you. And you can enjoy this in moderate amounts to uh, get the full health benefits from dark chocolate. You can also include things like chia seeds as well as flax seeds. These are sources of rich omega-3 fatty acids, fiber. It also includes soluble and insoluble fiber, which helps to regulate our hormone levels. You can also include things like soybeans as well as tofu. And so soy-based products like tofu as well as edamame, they are rich in polyunsaturated fats and they're a good plant-based protein source. Now, when it comes to our carbohydrates, you want to make sure that these are also included in your balanced diet. You want to include things like whole grains. You want to make sure that you're choosing whole grains over refined grains for that added fiber and nutrition that you need. 
Now, when we talk about refined greens, I'm talking about things like white rice, white bread, and pasta that's made from refined wheat flour. But you want to choose whole grains, things like quinoa, brown rice, oats, barley, and whole wheat for those healthy carbohydrates. You can also include legumes, which include our beans, lentils, peas. These are excellent sources of complex carbohydrates, fiber, and protein. These include black beans, chickpeas, lentils, as well as kidney beans. You also want to make sure that you're including a rich diet that's full of vegetables and fruits, such as sweet potatoes, broccoli, carrots, spinach, and kale. For the fruits, you want to do this in moderation because although they contain natural sugar, they also provide essential nutrients and fiber, such as our strawberries, our blueberries, raspberries, apples, bananas, and our mangoes. You also want to make sure that you are including dairy products into your diet. This can contribute to healthy carbohydrates, particularly in the form of lactose or milk sugar. So you can have things such as Greek yogurt, a milk, preferably low fat or non-fat, cottage cheese. Uh, for me, I like to include mozzarella. It's a wonderful cheese. And so including dairy helps with that protein intake. And then you also want to include root vegetables. These are starchy, but they also offer valuable nutrients such as your beets, your sweet potatoes, your carrots, your turnips. Something that I like to do is include a variety of sweet potatoes. So we know that we have our regular uh, orange sweet potato, but there's also a sweet potato that I enjoy. It's called a Japanese sweet potato. I get those at my local natural food store. They have a purple color on the skin, but inside the potato is like a light yellow, pale white color, and it is absolutely delicious. I usually have them steamed and sometimes baked, but this is an excellent root vegetable with a low um, glycemic index, and it's excellent to add that healthy protein into your diet. And so including a variety of these different foods helps to maintain a stable blood sugar level, which helps to support hormonal balance. The fourth thing that you want to consider is supplements if necessary. So in cases where it's challenging for you to meet the protein needs through food alone, you want to consider a high quality protein supplement. And this is something that I do. I take a fiber blend a protein supplement, which, which is absolutely delicious. I recommend it to all of my clients. It's called Complete, but it's full of amino acids. It's um, compl called Complete because it's just that. It has so many vitamins, minerals, nutrients that you need, including the fiber, but the protein is going to help you to regulate those hormones if you cannot do that through food alone. I can also put the link for that supplement in today's show notes. And the fifth and the final thing that you want to do is incorporate meal timing. 
you want to be able to distribute protein intake throughout the day to support consistent energy levels and to optimize your muscle protein synthesis. This includes protein-rich snacks between meals if necessary. And this is important because, again, as we age as women, we need more protein. So when we I mention healthy snacks, I'm particularly talking about protein-rich snacks in between your meals. So for instance, I'm working with a client right now who's transitioning as she's going through menopause, but for her, she needs higher protein levels. So we're working on the balanced diet, we're incorporating the supplements into her meal plan, but we're also incorporating healthy snacks in between her regular three meals a day. This is something like rice cakes with almond butter. Um, another example is having um, almonds, like a few almonds with a mozzarella cheese stick. And so these are examples of healthy protein snacks. <laughs> We're not talking about processed snacks, but these are the types that are packed with nutrients to help support hormone regulation. So as you can see, protein is vital in helping to balance our hormones. And when I began to make the switch and added more protein, it truly improved my quality of life. And I didn't know that adding more protein to my diet would be key to recovering my health. And this was one of the simple changes that helped me to understand how to listen to my body as well as balance my hormones. And at the time, I didn't really have anyone to share these experiences with, and I had to really pray about some things as well as figure some things out through my research and doing it alone. But the Bible reminds us that two are better than one. And so if you're like me and you're looking for a place where you can find support to help manage your hormonal imbalances naturally or your other health challenges, I'd like to invite you to my private Facebook support group. Here you can ask questions, you can exchange ideas, you can connect with other like-minded sisters to help you navigate your health journey. You can also visit my community page at rakesiamcmillancommunity.com. Were you blessed by today's show or did you learn something new? If so, I would love to hear about it. Leave me a voice message via Spotify. And if there's a health topic that you'd like to hear on the show, you can send me an email by clicking on the contact me link in today's show notes. Be sure to share, leave a review, or subscribe to the show to receive notifications on all of the latest content. So let's wrap it all up. Adequate protein intake is paramount for maintaining hormonal balance. A deficiency can lead to various health issues impacting menstrual cycles, thyroid function, and insulin sensitivity. By incorporating a diverse range of protein sources and adopting a holistic approach to nutrition, 
you can support your hormonal health and overall well-being. I'll leave you with Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hey friend, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who may want to have more energy and improve their health naturally? Also, I would love it if you could leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It blesses me tremendously to know that this podcast is helping you. Alrighty then, it's time to go make a protein shake and go for a hike. No more days of feeling tired and drained. I'll see you in a few days for another episode. God bless.